Hello, and welcome to the Raw Thoughts Podcast Halloween Special. In this episode, we'll be sharing our raw thoughts at night. Join my friend Kat and I as we delve into some stories from the subreddit r slash let's not meet, which is full of creepy true experiences submitted from users all around the world. I want to give a very special shout out for all the people who gave me permission to read their story in today's episode, and I super appreciate you if you're listening right now. Unfortunately, I couldn't fit all the stories in today's episode, but I will be making a part two coming out next Sunday. As always, remember to check out the description below for links to my social media, as well as links to the stories we'll be reading today. Grab your popcorn, grab your Halloween candy, and get ready to hear some truly chilling stories. Happy Halloween. Hello. Hey, Sunny. Hey, Kat. Hi. I can't believe it's your first time on the podcast. I know. <laughs> what an honor. Finally. Yeah, it's an honor for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're getting into the spooky season. I'm excited. Yes. I'm actually... Tomorrow. I know. So this is, like, perfect timing. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you told me you have a couple spooky experiences, and, like, you told me kind of over text, Mm -hmm. but I can't wait to hear (laughs) in real life, like, oh my god. Yeah, these stories, um, spark some memories. Right? Yeah, because they're all true stories, so they're just, like, really creepy. It's like, let's not meet, it's like, um, people that you would never want to meet again. (laughs) Like, yeah creepy encounters so yeah the first one I thought was really relevant because like I have a cat that goes outside and you know cat has a cat too (laughs) Um, April so cute what a cutie shout out to April (laughs) yes and basil and basil yeah basil's my cutie they're both tabbies (laughs) Um, but yeah, this goes to all you cat owners out there that let your cat out and your cat meows at at the door to be let inside. Okay. This isn't my cat meowing at the door. A bit of context first. My cat likes to go outside every day. In the morning, he follows us to the door, takes the elevator down with us, and then goes about his day outside until we bring him back home again in the evening. Now, my cat isn't the most punctual guy, so it's pretty common for him to stay much later in the neighborhood, sometimes well into the night or for several days, or he gets bored and doesn't play for more than two hours and wants to get back inside. The problem is that we're not home, so he just has to wait. My family and I lived in an apartment on the first floor, so my cat's solution is to sit under one of our balconies and meow at the top of his lungs to get our attention. When we're home, it works perfectly fine, but when we're not, it's less effective. So our solution was to gently ask the neighbors that have the key to our apartment to bring him up so he doesn't have to wait outside all day. 
Those that don't have the key sometimes let him up inside the building so he's not literally outside, for an example, when it's raining. Our apartment is a bit special because it's bigger than the others, so to get inside, there are two ways that you get into the main hall. One, you take the stairs to the left and open the door that has two locks. Or two, you use the elevator with the special key that goes directly inside our apartment, and the door has only one lock. Oh, that's cool. It's like their elevator goes right into their apartment. Oh, I love that. That's fancy. <laughs> it's super fancy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that means like you don't see your front door. Like you can go in your apartment and not see your front door. Um, so yeah, so it says the cat is used to the second option and me too because we're both lazy. And when the neighbors that don't have the key let him inside the building, he goes up the stairs and waits since I usually use the elevator from the parking. Two floors below. That means I don't see him waiting in the hall and he meows outside the door for me to open up for him or my dad or my mom. All around, we have our habits with my parents and my neighbors, and it works fairly well. Now you know how everything goes with my little guy. Anyway, here's what happened a while ago. My parents like the outdoors very much, so I'm usually left alone in the weekends. Generally, it means taking care of chores and inviting my friends over so we can have the apartment to ourselves, which is pretty nice. This time I was alone. It was late. 11 p.m.-ish, and I was just chilling in the living room before hearing meowing over the sound of the TV. Someone let my cat in the building, and he's waiting outside the door. I took my keys and started opening the first lock. I don't know about other pet owners, but I know my cat's meows by heart. Do you know April's meows by heart? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I'd be able to tell if it wasn't Basil. I'd be like, hmm what's that that's suspicious that's weird yeah that's sus yeah uh it's kind of a rising meow (laughs) that's very highly pitched and very cute and also has a specific rhythm because i've been hearing it nearly every day for five years so i stopped the noise isn't what it usually is it's too deep and just off This isn't my cat outside the door, and he's the only cat around that knows he has to wait by the door and scream to be let inside. By that point, I stopped halfway through opening the door and waited to hear him again and noticed scratching. My cat never scratches that door. At that point, I'm super weirded out by the situation, but the meowing is getting super loud, and I didn't want the neighbors to be woken up, so I continued with my key. But suddenly, I heard another noise that freaked me out. A cough. For the record, I'm not a very cautious person. In my whole 21 years of living in this apartment, I must have looked in the peephole a total of maybe five times. But a small part of my brain told me to do it that night, and thank God it did. So I let go of my keys and put my eye against the door and saw it. A man standing there, fucking meowing in front of my door. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That is terrifying. To say that I was terrified is really an understatement, but my heart stopped. I just stood there petrified for what felt like an hour. I don't really know how long it took for me to move again, but eventually my body just took over, I guess. I did what you'd expect. Ran for my phone, stood in the corner of the living room, and called the police. Smart. Very smart. (laughs) By the time they came there, uh, by the time they came, there was nobody in front of the door. I can't even remember when the meowing stopped. And they just took my testimony before telling me to be cautious and left. 
To this day, I still don't know what that meowing guy wanted. I'm not sure I want to anyway. I also don't know how he got inside the building since you need a key to access it and how he knew that I would open the door if he imitated my cat in front of it. At least I will be careful from now on. Uh, and my cat eventually came back since then. He's sleeping in my bed as I'm writing this. Wow. That is <laughs> truly creepy. Like, the thing is, what I don't understand, I'm like, how, yeah, like, how did he know what to do? Like, either it's someone who's living in the apartment or someone, like, telling this guy what she's doing that lives in the apartment. Like, either way, that's freaky. Yeah, super creepy. Or the cat could be a shapeshifter and like <gasps> turn into a man. Oh my god, <laughs> that's some real. That's like the Twilight Zone right there. That's, I know. <laughs> that's real freaky. Imagine. Imagine. You didn't know. It's kind of <laughs> like that in Harry Potter, like with the rat, like Peter Pettigrew, and like Ron doesn't know, but he has this rat the whole time, and all the time it's just like this old man. Oh, he yeah. doesn't even know. Sorry to creep you out from your own cat. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's a perfect angel baby and nothing else. <laughs> but you never know. I know. <laughs> never know. So, yeah, I mean, make sure you pay special attention to if you hear your cat meowing at your door. Especially this Halloween, because you never know who might be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic readings <laughs> I know oh man yeah actually you know it's crazy when Basil like he got in an accident about like I think two years ago now um, and he dislocated his like back leg but that was actually on Halloween night when he disappeared so what? I'm hoping nothing happens this Halloween <laughs> speaking of scary stories and cats <laughs> I know, especially yeah. that you're gonna dress up as a cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I wonder if Basil will like my costume. He's <laughs> like, "Mom," and be like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're actually my mother now." Yeah, <laughs> get some catnip for your costume. <laughs> right. Some premium catnip. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, the next that was a good one. That was a good one. I yeah. really like it was well written too. I feel like I like the way that it was written. It's a good I could feel the emotions, you know? Yeah. Feel the fear. I would be I would be <laughs> so scared. Like, oh my god. So, like, the cat would go in the elevator to go to her house? Yeah, so it's either the cat would go in the elevator with her or the cat would be let in by one of the neighbors and he'd, like, meow at the door. So, like, she wouldn't see him. Like, if she went up in the elevator into her her um, apartment, she wouldn't see the cat, so she'd just hear him. And so she just was hearing a meow, so she went to go open it, and then she noticed it was off. I mean, thank God she wasn't, like, you know, because if you're talking on the phone or not paying attention, I feel like you might have just absentmindedly opened the door and then what would have happened then? Like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I told that to Branwyn and she <laughs> was so scared because that's literally like what my Milo does. Like he has to meow to get into the door. 
and she's like oh what if I like you know there's a gap under my door what if I look down there one day and I just saw like shoes and I'm like what if you saw an eye staring back at you and she was like no don't say that no. <laughs> like, oh that's too much <laughs> oh my gosh I'll be so scared for the cat like where are they I know like what if they stole the cat to yeah. be the imposter exactly yeah that's my first thought where's the cat <laughs> but it's I nice know. at the end she was like my cat's back and he's like laying next to me <laughs> so nice thank goodness everything turned out okay <laughs> yeah. and smart thinking you know you didn't do anything stupid like in a horror movie like kept opening the door i don't know <laughs> yeah or like some people even they saw the man they're still like open they're like what are you doing yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. but you knew call the cops just call the cops right away you know yeah have them do with the dirty work mm-hmm. that's what they're there for <laughs> exactly <laughs> they're not that useful but in this situation yeah, they helped, you know, write a report. Yeah. Um, so I have another one I wanted to read, which is also super creepy. Um it's called Creepy Bathroom Stalker. Okay, so it says the story is told from the perspective of a man. This incident happened just a few hours earlier, and I'm typing this story currently at my workplace. I work in the garden area of a home improvement store. I don't work the cash registers. My manager doesn't even let me water the flowers, so a lot of the time, I have nothing to do. This results in me taking extremely long bathroom breaks where I just scroll on my phone. I know, it sounds bad, but it's better than standing around trying to look busy. Today was the same as any other with me wasting my time in the bathroom. Nothing of interest happened until my work phone buzzed at the same time as the stall next to mine. This becomes important later. A few seconds later, I see that the guy in the next stall had his hand stretched to the ground with his palm facing up. I at first thought he had just run out of toilet paper and was asking for mine. He just stayed silent for a while, so I ignored him after that. Then he started moving that hand uncomfortably close to my leg, so I immediately scooted away and prepared to leave. Once the man noticed that, he hurriedly got out of the stall before I could leave. Another few seconds of silence. I took a peek out from my gap of the stall door to see what the hell he was doing. And just like a scene from a horror movie, our eyes connected. Oh my god. He was barely an inch away from my door trying to peek inside. Ugh. No. So creepy. So creepy. My blood ran cold. If you're wondering why I didn't immediately open the door and cuss the guy out, I really hate confrontation. I avoid it whenever possible, and I do my best not to draw attention to myself. I stood sideways by the door so he wouldn't be able to see me. That's when the whispering started. Oof. Oh my gosh. I don't... Yeah. I don't know what the first thing he said was, but it sounded like moaning. The next part was a bit more audible. He said something along the lines of wanting to see more of my unflushed toilet paper. Ew. I was thoroughly disgusted. I'm thoroughly disgusted right now. <laughs> Holy moly. 
Oh, man. As you would say, that's OD. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is OD. That is truly OD. (laughs) Look it up, guys. It's that New York slang. (laughs) Um, uh, My heart was beating faster by the second. I knew I had to stay there until another person came into the bathroom. No way I was going to confront him alone. Probably a minute later, someone finally arrives, and I take this as my chance to wash my hands and get the hell out of there. Thankfully, the presence of the other person made the old man quit his creepy behavior. As I was about to leave, he blocked my path for a quick second before stepping aside. The weird thing is, I don't even think he works at the store because he wasn't wearing any vest. My store is extremely lenient about uniform, but most workers at least wear a vest or something connected to the store. He just looked like a regular customer. I'm certain I heard the phone dings echo in that bathroom. The phones have a signature ring to them, so it couldn't have been a coincidence. Either way, he only started creeping on me once the phone ring made it clear that I was an employee. The situation really creeped me out, and I've been totally unfocused on my work since then. I kept prowling the garden area to look out for any old man wearing a similar outfit to the creeper. I have an incredibly hard time distinguishing faces, so I probably wouldn't even recognize him if I did see him again. Creepy bathroom peeper, let's not meet again. (laughs) Yeah, let's not. Let's not, please. Oh my god, that's actually so scary. I would... Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, I would faint, I think. (laughs) (laughs) In shock. These gaps are too big in the the bathroom stalls. I know, and like for what reason? Yeah. Yeah. Why they make them that big? Like, come on. Yeah, I know. Honestly, yeah, I'd be like, look at myself. You know, when you go in the bathroom stall, you're like, okay, hopefully no one sees you. But can you imagine they have someone standing there? I know. And, like, someone reaching their hand underneath Mm-mm. the stall. Like, I would just... I would splash water on them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would like that, though. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, like, They'd be like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no, gosh. that's truly horrifying. Man. Yeah, no yeah I feel like in other countries than like Japan, they are serious about their public washrooms and they do not have gaps like that. Like that that should not be allowed. That should be illegal. <laughs> it should. Yeah. Honestly. Seriously. Just causes more problems. Like what is the reason? I know. It's just scary because it's like once you're in a stall, it's like no escape. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have to wait for them to leave. Yeah, thank God I don't have any. I don't think I have any like scary public bathroom stories, honestly, or Damn. anything weird. But you never know. <laughs> Watch your step. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I'm gonna be like covering the, trying to cover my jacket for a little gap. I know. I mean, I don't know. I do feel safer in the women's bathroom, but then I'm like, you never know. There can be woman creeps too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We never know who. Or a man could sneak in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Very scary. 
It's so scary. Mm-hmm. Creepy. More. Yeah. That's traumatizing, honestly. Like, he's like, I love how he's like, oh, yeah, like, I can't focus on work. I'm like, I would tell them to send me home. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm done. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, that would be traumatic. I would be shook. Very shook. I would be want to see the cameras, honestly. Like, oh. this person that went in the bathroom. Like, You're right. I need to know if it's employee to like report them. Yeah. Yeah. What is the deal with like having like the phones go off at the same time? Like, what? So weird. Super weird. Like, he must have been an employee, but then I don't know. Yeah. Whoever he is, I hope you never met him again. Let's not meet. <laughs> like, exactly. I am hoping and praying for you. That <laughs> you never have to go through that. So, um, yeah, there's a couple more stories. Did you want to read one? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to read the You Look Good one because that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's nice, a short one. Yeah. Okay. Um, it starts off by, I've been running in the woods for as long as I can remember, but this might make me change my mind. The story begin, began at around 6.30 p.m. I had finished eating and decided to go on a run, as usual, I always use the same path across the street, run for about a kilometer, and pass the gate that goes into the woods. Something something important to note is that the trail I use in the forest is separated about halfway through. One path is paved and the other isn't. I usually go the I usually go into the unpaved path first and then run into the path the paved one after about three kilometers. Nothing really goes wrong. I meet some rare people walking their dogs, but other than that, I'm pretty alone. At least I thought I was. I had been running for a while now. When I heard a notification coming from my phone, a airdrop notification. Since I didn't want to make it look like I was worried, I kept running in a couple for a couple of minutes and then stopped to change the music. I opened the airdrop dreadfully when the hell was sending who the hell was sending me this stuff. I was pretty sure I was alone. I clicked on the drop and my heart sunk. It was a Snapchat picture of me running with the caption, "You look good." <gasps> I <laughs> Oh my god. I I know. Uh, I didn't turn around. Instead, I kept running like nothing happened until I reached a certain point. You see, the forest is surrounded by a fence to stop children from coming in, in unsupervised. And it didn't, and I didn't like that rule when I was little. So my friends and I cut a hole in it. Wow, bad when, girls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I was, um, Aligned with the hole, I quickly turned and buried myself in the for into the forest, aiming for my escape. 
I could hear rustling behind me, and then I still didn't turn back. When I finally reached the hole, I jumped through it and absolutely looked, uh, booked it to the fire station that was a couple streets down. The last thing I could hear when leaving the forest was an angry huff. Um, metal meeting metal. Weird. I know. Uh, I still don't know who it is or what it wanted from me. But I never ran in this forest again. So creepy. St- uh, so creepy stalker guy. Wherever you are, truly hope we never meet again. Oh my god. Oh gosh. I'm like the angry huff in the metal. Was that meaning he was like falling right behind her and was like jumping over the fence? Like, what the hell? That's like uh, a worse nightmare. Like, yeah. Being chased by someone, potentially. You know it's a bad news when it's an airdrop. You're like, oh shit. (laughs) 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 Who's sending me stuff in the middle of the woods? Like, what the hell? And then to see a picture of yourself from behind, like, she was smart too. I'm like, wow, she acted fast. Like, she just kept running, you know, didn't look back. Because I feel like if she started looking back or hesitating or looking nervous, they would have taken the opportunity and, like, snatched her or whatever they wanted to do. I don't know. But she just kept running, like, and she knew that exit, you know? She knew the special way out, and she probably could fit, and the guy couldn't. So, smart move, like, yeah, I'm thanks, impressed. Thanks to her younger self, like, right? helping, her, helping her future self, honestly. True. That could be literally a movie, like, connecting no. the past and, like, the, the future. Yeah. Man, I bet you ran faster than you ever ran before. <laughs> you probably beat your time. You're like, oh. <laughs> fear (laughs) pushed you pushed you definitely I wish like if someone shares something with you like it could share their number or like Mm. some type of information like where is this coming from yeah true yeah because you could have taken that to the cops easily yeah Mm -hmm. that's so true yeah the creepy part too is like I feel like this person must have been following her maybe multiple times without her even knowing to know her routine and like know when she went for a run. Like that's the creepiest part. I've been watching that show You with Branwen and it is so creepy, like stalking. Oh my God. Creeps me out. Did you see season three? No, we just started season two actually. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like shook already. I can't handle I can't handle him. I'm like, oh he's terrible. I know this is a stalker. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so like creepy to just think about somebody watching you and you don't know. And you're just going about your day to day life and they're like creeping on you. <sighs> Gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I know. You never know who's watching you. Yeah. I my like my door my window in my front is so big and it's so wide open and like every time I'm in the living room I'm like (laughs) 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 but then again I never close the curtains so (laughs) oops oops 
Oops. Yo, Joe would be like, ooh. <laughs> your curtain. You're, just, I, I you're just asking for me to stalk yeah, you. <laughs> she wants me to watch her. Yeah. That's... She's in love with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of running, though, and scary stuff, I sent Kat this app. Like, I want to try. I tried it, like, a long time ago, but it's called, like, Zombies Run, and it sounds so fun. Like, it's all these, like, uh, audio stories that go with, like, um, interval running. So, like, it'll, like, want you to, okay, go to the next checkpoint or, okay, zombies are coming. You have to run a little bit faster for a little while. And then you, like, as you go on more runs, you collect more supplies and you can actually, like, build up your base in the app and, like, build more, like, houses and, like f- like, different facilities for your people to use in the apocalypse like it's really cool it's like so interactive I really want to get into it and I feel like it'd be perfect for like spooky season you know like (laughs) I still I can still squeeze in a few more (laughs) in the spooky season so I really want to try it if anyone not sponsored but if anyone wants to download it you should download it I wish I was sponsored how fun would that be (laughs) manifest it I gotta manifest (laughs) <laughs> yes definitely but i can't wait to download it myself sometimes you need just like a little bit of push to like make it go faster or make it go an extra block and i feel like thinking like there's a zombie like chasing you or something like you know just might do the trick right exactly and yeah you do like a lot of dog walking and i feel like it, they say you can even use it with walking and i feel like it could be kind of fun walking too because it's like a story well you walk and it can do it so like it does the parts of the story and then it goes switches back to your music and then it like will come to the next part of the story so it's kind of yeah it's cool looking forward to using it i feel like it'd be cool to like do the same story together so then you kind of like i i've seen some reviews on the app store and they're literally like I've laughed, I've cried with these characters, like, through their lives. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, geez, they're getting really invested. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, should we read the next one? Yeah. And then, yeah, we should share our creepy stories after. Our personal creepy stories. <laughs> yes. Um, this story is called I'm Confident I Would Have Became Become a Missing Person Case. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance since I'm not a good writer, but I'll do my best to share my experience. To better paint the picture... Here's a description of myself. At the time of the incident, three years ago, 5'5", 26-year-old woman, medium-length bleach blonde hair, curvy, 175 pounds, wearing black high-waisted tights and a pink crop top. Super cute. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, girl, kill it. <laughs> I know. Sound hot. <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago, I was walking home late at night from a friend's house. It was dark, and at the time, I lived in a rough part of a large city. 
I've had many sketchy situ- situations that I've gotten myself out of. So I guess I saw the fault of um, invincible, like nothing truly scary could happen to me. When I walk alone, I always stay very alert and aware of my surroundings for my own safety, just in case. About halfway home uh, and roughly 10 minutes to my apartment, I noticed a van started trailing me. Mm. I was used I was used to this since in my city is very common for a young woman in a rough area. Um promenade uh rough area. To uh, propositions. Yeah, propositions, like, yeah. yeah, for sex. It's embarrassing how desensitized to this I was. I did my usual and crossed the road so that I would be walking beside the traffic heading in the other direction. I wasn't scared, just annoyed. The van then turned down a side street, then back onto the road I was on and pulled up to me. At this point, I still wasn't scared. Again, this has happened so many times and it never mattered if I was wearing something that showed more skin or if I was wearing a winter coat, zips were just below my chin, all the way down to my ankles. That area is notorious for this type of activity. I decided to be firm and told the person steadily, I'm not interested. I noticed there were two... Two men in the van. They looked almost identical and may have been twins or brothers. Both men had a very dark complexion, dark eyes, and and dark hair. The van didn't move. I was super annoyed and crossed the road again to get away. At this point, I figured this would be enough for them to stop following me. They didn't. They kept circling back every time I crossed the road. I never had to put that much effort into getting a horny pervert to leave me alone. So this is when I started feeling unsafe. Oof. Scary. I know. They zipped by me at the speed the traffic was flowing in, and I yelled for them to fuck off. I thought it finally worked. It's been three minutes and I haven't seen the van, so I thought it was in the clear. So I thought I was in the clear. Just in case, I pulled my phone out and was getting ready to call my sister that I lived with. Just then, the van pulled up to me quickly and before I could even blink one of them, One of the men jumped out of the van, opened the back door, and approached me quickly in an aggressive manner, as if he was about to scoop me up and throw me in the vehicle. The traffic in the area is very inconsistent. It was dead, and I imagine that is when they were, that that is what they were waiting for. Just as the man 
um, was about to place his hand on me, I tilted my phone and said, you are being filmed in my live video chat. I gave my friend your license plate and the police have been notified. I was so scared, but I didn't let that show. I stayed as calm as I could. The man paused like he was considering if I was bluffing or telling the truth. So I tilted the phone more as if to give the fake audience a better look at him. He then jumped into the van and sped off. I have never been at the same I have never been the same since that night. I'm afraid of walking home now, even in the daytime. Stay safe out there. Two creeps in the van, let's never meet again. I hope karma finds both of you. Yeah. God, this girl is smart too. What I the know. heck? We got a lot of smart ladies in this <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah, I think you have to be. Honestly. Yeah. That's quick thinking, honestly. Like thinking on your feet. Also, you know, saying you're in a live video chat, like it's already live. Yeah, yeah that so. was really smart. Noted. Yeah, right. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna use that strategy. Be like, uh, you're on live recording right now, and like the police have been notified. Like, I have your plates. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> You go all FBI on them. <laughs> yeah, and if they, you know, they was going to do something bad, that's why they fell off. Exactly. And, like, the fact that she didn't show she was scared, you know, I feel like her confidence really just shook them, you know? They probably were like, oh, shit, like, this girl's legit, you know? Because yep. she would have acted nervous. They probably would have called her bluff, but she stuck with it. No. That's crazy. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's not embarrassing that she is desensitized to it. It's embarrassing for the guys that do that shit. You know? Yeah. It's not embarrassing for us. Like, we're just living with the reality, you know? Like, Kat and I have some stories <laughs> to tell about guys following yeah. cars and shit. And I always, the weird thing is, like, this hasn't happened in so long. And I feel like it used to happen more when I was younger, which is even scarier. Like it was when I was younger, not like young, young, but like, you know, my mm-hmm. teens kind of like early, you know, 20s more. Like I feel like when I was 18, 17, 18, that's <laughs> like the peak of creepy guys, which is so wrong. <laughs> like why? Yeah. Like any age is, is still like scary. You know, mm-hmm. like how old you are yeah honestly Mm -hmm. um yeah uh my story like I met basically like what I found out later to be like a drug dealer but basically like okay (laughs) I was walking down the street he was stopped at the stoplight and he like rolled down his window (laughs) and like smiled at me and I smiled back and I just kept walking and then I went into like around the back of this mall and I like circled and then I was just going to go walk through the mall and like circle out. And it was like a very small mall. And so I'm walking out and he's like, hey, hey. And I'm like, what? And he followed me into the mall and was following me all the way through. And he's like, oh, let me give you. Yeah, he's like, let me give you my number. Like, let me give you my number. He's like, I literally pulled a U-turn when I saw you. Like, after you walked away, I pulled a U-turn. I followed you. Like, I (sighs) need to get your number. He was like, I was like, oh, my gosh. 
looking back now, I'm horrified that I literally did take his number. <laughs> Girl, mom, wait, if you're listening, you're <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mom, if you're listening, I promise you, I'm a much wiser and older woman now. <laughs> I would never do that, but yeah, back then, I uh, yeah, I took his number, and then later that night, he called me. And he's calling and he's like, oh, I'm working. And he's driving around and he keeps making these little stops everywhere, you know, and having these quick conversations. And I'm like, hmm, like, what kind of job is this, right? And then a little while into it, into us, our conversation, he's like, oh, uh, my phone's about to die. Let me call you from my other phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy has two phones. He's definitely a two <laughs> <laughs> Like, I should have picked oh, up, honestly, on the sketchy vibes before that, but... And obsessed, because, like, he wants to still call you, like... Mm-hmm. The phone's dying. He's like, wait, wait, I'm gonna call you right back. Oh, he was. And he was literally, like, he was not wanting me to, like, spend time with anybody else. Like, it was literally, like, after... He was like, oh, like, you need to, like... You'll be, like, my girl when I come work in this area. And, like, oh, I've never gosh. seen a girl like you walking around here and, like just so obsessed like i don't even know how old this guy was you know like definitely older than me like creep let's not meet again (laughs) (laughs) i know and honestly like sometimes like when you give a guy your number it's not because like you're interested but it's more like you just want them to leave you alone exactly and not get angry or keep pursuing you Mm -hmm. how do you get rid of him like how did that end I'm calling you. Like, they have to block his number, or did you, like, worry no. about him again? I think, like, he, we just texted, like, a few times after that, but I was just pretty distant. Like, I just kind of, like, didn't really, like, respond much, and then he just kind of, I guess he got the message or whatever, because he was, like, working all over. Like, he was really busy. Like, he didn't come to my city a lot. He was more, like, in a bigger city most of the time so I, I'm assuming he had other stuff going on but like other girls and stuff but yeah no I didn't have to work too hard to keep him away luckily you know he wasn't like a stalker so yeah but he definitely was there was some re- major red flags major oh yeah I don't know what I was thinking just <laughs> interesting like intro like oh my god like I did a U-turn when I saw you and followed you in here like mm-hmm. okay that's not creepy at all yeah like literal U-turn U-turn like you just like whoop I'm just gonna turn my car around and follow this girl into a mall <laughs> until I get her number I mean you know it worked for him I guess <laughs> <laughs> but uh, guys listening please don't do that <laughs> yeah, don't. don't do it yeah, don't. You're not gonna find a love of your life that way. No. Most likely, she's just gonna give you her number to get rid of you, like Kat was saying. So, yeah, not a good look. That actually happened to me with another guy. Like, I just gave him my number to get rid of him. Like, I just, you know, you don't want you want to avoid the conflict or like them yeah. trying to convince you. And it was so weird. It was at the same mall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was like a downtown it was more of like a square I guess it was you know a downtown kind of thing so I was sitting at the like picnic tables in the back and I'm just there you know chilling 
And then this guy comes and he sits down at the table and he's like, hey, like, how's it going? I'm like, good, how are you? <laughs> he just like starts up a random conversation. I'm like, wow, he's bold. And we're just talking and I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm go with the flow, you know, like, I'm young, I'm adventurous. Let's see what this guy's about. And we're talking. He's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a waitress. And then I'm like, oh, what do you do? He's like, oh, I run the cocaine ring in this whole city. Oh, like, I'm the leader of the cocaine, like, ring in this city. And I was like, uh, oh, wow. You know, I tried to just not react. I was like, yeah. cool. <laughs> but inside, I was like, oh, my God. Why am I attracting all these drug dealers? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I need to stop going to this mall, apparently. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I was just like, oh, nice, you know? And I think he, like, asked to give me his number. And I, like... I did but then like I never called him and I never answered him and nothing and like I didn't nothing went further than that but wow what an opening line you know like mm, yeah I'm the king of cocaine in this city it's like okay yeah, no. he wow. must have impressed somebody from, by saying that I guess so yeah I mean some pickup line mm-hmm definitely didn't work on me but you know yeah maybe and also I guess you have to lead with who you are so at least he was honest you know (laughs) at least he could let me decide for myself whether I was interested or not you know he gave me he gave me all the information so because it would have been worse to find out like you know if I thought he was just a normal guy and I did decide to talk to him and then later I was like oh no found out later so yeah, yeah let's not meet again, guys. But you know, thanks for telling me. <laughs> so I can get the hell out. Okay. Yep, we got to um didn't have to worry about seeing him again, huh? No, yeah, no. I dropped him real fast. <laughs> I think he could tell that I was like a little yeah, weirded out. So gosh. Did he seemed much older too. Uh yeah, definitely older. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how old, you know, but probably like, you know, I was like 18, 17, 18, and he was probably like t- mid 20s, 20s, you know. So, yeah, definitely older. And uh yeah, I don't know what was with all these drug dealers wanting them to be my like the uh, their trap queen or something like that. <laughs> I swear they would say stuff like that. I'd be like, "Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Wrong person." <laughs> like seriously. You don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know me. <laughs> but yeah, girl, they want someone young and vulnerable. I know. Isn't it creepy? Yeah, must. Yeah, I feel like that's literally why. Like, I feel like I got hit on more when I was younger because you know a lot of guys that would hit on girls are gonna hit on girls that are look younger or are mm-hmm. younger, and so yeah. they can you know. Impre- they're like more impressionable exactly they can get away with more you know because now like when i ever as i've grown i've just learned there's certain behavior that is just not acceptable you know but when yep. you're young you're just like oh is this like what a guy interested in me is like okay like yeah okay i'll give you my number <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but now i'd probably just give a fake number if anything honestly yes something yep. like that i've seen like lists of like funny fake numbers you can give them like that when they like call it or text it it sends like a weird message (laughs) i want to try 
Perfect number. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Like, you give them like a number to like a pizzeria or something. Uh, yeah, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Yeah, girl, what are your creepy stories I need to hear? Um, I had one that's like was more relatable to the last story, actually, with um the car mm-hmm. um, following the lady. Um, I I mentioned this to you on text, but uh, one day when I was walking home from hanging out with my friend, it was like around midnight, and what the girl said is true. Like sometimes you feel like nothing's gonna happen to you because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you just you know feel like when you've gone through a lot of experience and you got all of it, like you'll be fine. So I'm just, you know, walking, listening to um, some podcasts. And I'm, like, 10 minutes away from home. And I see, like, this either black or dark navy um, van pass me. And mm-hmm. they stop and the red sign, the stop sign. And they just stay there. And mm-hmm. I'm, like... I don't know why, but I just was, like, skeptical. I was, like, why are they just there? Like, maybe they're waiting for someone or something so I'm like walking really slow like super slow and then to a point where I was like okay like once I get to the sign I'm just gonna like walk faster so once I um, go where they are like the passenger side guy is like waving at me oh my god yeah, he's just like, hey, like, you know, what you doing? Do you want to come with us? And, like, it's, like, slowly, like, um, moving the car. Like, it's, like, a little behind me. And I'm ignoring them. And lo- thank God, like, there was, like, a cop car coming from behind. And they yeah. had to keep on walking. Like, I mean, not walking. They had to keep on driving straight. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, thank God that they came because, like, I didn't want them to, you never know, they follow you to your house or anything. Yeah, literally. Like, that would have been scary. That would have been so creepy. I would, honestly, but it was, like, yeah, it's creepy. It was, like, late at night, and, like, I'm in Connecticut, so no one is around. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, they stood there, like, waiting. And I was like, what the hell was, like, Mm. what do they think like i'm just getting a car that's so creepy especially like a van like a dark van like um yeah no No, yeah ew that's so i mean luckily yeah so lucky that the cops are just there and i feel the same here like it's very like you know it's smaller town or more suburban area so it's like it's very dead when you walk home like there's nothing going on like there's no people around like I feel more comfortable walking in a city honestly because I feel like there's always people awake yeah. there's doors open like you know definitely there's always somewhere you can turn but when you're in the suburbs like it's dead quiet and no like if you were to get snatched no one would be around to see it you no know? not at all yeah not even any security cameras around either because you're on like residential streets. So it's just, it's scary. Yeah. Super scary. Thank goodness. <laughs> let's not meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's not, not meet, meet again. Meet again. 
creepy Watch van people. guys. Yeah, creepy van guys. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> mommy. That is creepy. It is creepy. Um, remember the story I told you to um, about the guy in the train? That he was no. a gang member. What? Um, we we I remember we did a we did a live about train um uh, transportation things that happened to us. Oh um, yeah 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 I remember that. And mm-hmm. um, I told the story where, long story short, I was on my way home on the New York City train because I work in the city, and this guy came in like asking for money so I gave him a dollar and when he sat next to me he was just telling me like his life story that he just came out of jail and that um I think he was just saying like he wants a relationship and all these things and he mentioned that he used to have uh, a girlfriend but she stole money from him so he told one of his gang members to go kill her oh my god yeah and then like when he's telling me this like I literally felt like I turned pale I'm like oh my god like (laughs) there's like why is he telling me this like Mm -hmm. I'm like did he just confess something that I shouldn't know was this why he was in jail I was thinking like um my god you know premeditated murder like you know he was involved and I'm just like, oh my god! Like, thank God my stop is coming. Like, he yeah. was saying that he had the interview, so I was like, okay, I'm about to get off. And when I get off, he gets off with me. No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, why? Like, you still want to go to your job interview? Why are you uh... walking with me? And I was like, oh, oh, I was. At that point, I was just thinking like, okay, there's usually cops in the train station, so. I felt a little safe, but I was just, like, very annoyed. Mm-hmm. So he just followed me to um, the Metro North. And when I was going to go in, he can't come in. So he was just like, oh, I don't have a phone, but can I get your Instagram? And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, say, gave him a fake Instagram. I was like, yeah, it's Ashley, like, one, two, four. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I'm going to hit you up. Oh, he left. I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, hell no. Wow. That is scary. Yeah, it's weird, too, because you have to act, like, normal. Like, you don't want to, like, react like, oh, my God, you did that? You know what I mean? Because you don't know, know how they're going to react. Like, you just have to be like, oh, <laughs> okay. You literally, like, <laughs> you're just planning to have your girlfriend <laughs> murdered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, like, I- and then think you could pick me up after. Like, you know, like, after telling me this, wow! And then after I gave you a dollar too, I'm like, no. <laughs> wow! It was oh, just a mess. Man. Yeah, oh, that is sorry. a mess. How did did he like? Oh, he couldn't get past the thing. I see. Yeah, because oh, wow. with the Metro North, um, they have conductors that mm-hmm. stand there, so you only could go in with a ticket, and he didn't have a ticket. Uh, so luckily, wow. um, creepy gang member <laughs> I want to meet you again yeah let's not meet again yeah. please mm-hmm. yeah yeah I um speaking of like people I don't want to meet again it's not really creepy but there was a guy that basically like scammed me 
and I don't want money. Yeah. So it was like, um, Brandon and I were walking downtown in our hometown and there's a guy that comes up and he's like, Hey, like, I just really need like money for a cab and like da da da. And like, normally, like, I don't believe those kind of people, but like, he seemed really genuine. Like, honestly, like he seemed really, and he didn't look like a sketchy guy at all. Like he like looked more clean cut, you know, like he didn't mm-hmm. uh, look sketchy, but he's like, yeah, like I really need money for a cab. Like um i something like he lost his bus ticket or i don't know you know some story i can't really remember but it seemed believable to me it was more the emotions that i felt were believable and he's like yeah you know i just need 40 bucks like i can get your number and i can meet you at the station tomorrow and i can give you back your money you know and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) and uh I, it, you know, I think most of it was because he was asking for it for $40 and I look in my purse and how much change do I have exactly $40, you know? So I was like, oh, oh this must be a sign. Like, I need to help people and, you know, just be generous. And I gave it to him and he was so thankful and he was like almost crying. He was like, thank you. Like, you girls are my angels. And he's like, oh, can I have a hug from you too? And he like gave, a, gave us a hug and uh, he was like, you know, I'm so grateful. And I'm like, you know, just like, make sure you pay it forward and do a good deed for somebody else, you know, like, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. And then he's like, okay, let me give you my number. He gave me his number. And then we make plans to meet at the Greyhound like bus station at this time, you know, like 11am or something. So the next morning, I go at 11am, I go to the station and he's not there (laughs) and I'm like who's this guy I'm texting him and then so I'm like okay let me just try to call him I call him and it's like this user is not available like you know this number is not and I was like wow he gave me a fake ass number took my 40 dollars and then pretended to be all like oh let me give you a hug you're my angels and I'm like wow and then wow. I never, honestly, it just really, like, ruined my trust of, like, people asking for money, and it sucks, but I was duped. I was duped by this guy. And, oh uh, yeah. I mean, I just hope he did pay it forward, honestly. I hope he did some sort of a good deed, but. Yeah, either he paid it forward or he got karma. So. Yeah, sure. Either one. But, yeah, creepy, weird, scammy bus guy. Let's not meet again. (laughs) (laughs) No, because or not, you're going to get your money back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, let's meet again if you have Let's meet again, yeah. (laughs) You got that $40 for me? Yeah. Because I actually meant there was interest, and now it's like 400 so (laughs) you owe me. (laughs) I feel like me and you are so alike, because... I did the same thing before where I gave, I think it was $20 though. Mm. And this guy was like, oh, I, I just came out the hospital. Like he showed me his hospital bills. He's like, I need money to like, um, get medicine, his medicine. Okay. And I was just like, oh my God, okay. Like I, I had like, I, I had like either 40 or 60 and I was like, okay, like here, um, you know for your medicine but I was like oh but I don't want to see you asking anyone else for that mm-hmm. money because you have mm-hmm. it he's like okay I won't so like when he's walking I'm following him like because I want to mm-hmm. see like if he asks someone and I see him asking a woman 
telling her the same exact story as me. <laughs> and I was like, really? And I pushed him. I was like, oh, what happened? Like, I thought you just need to live. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I just do, I do. Well, thank you. And like, he went and started like McDonald's. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, he got oh, me. $20 for a Big Mac meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. He probably got I a know. McFlurry too. He was treating himself. He's yeah, like, I was like, wow. Wow. I was like, got me. Like, he had the hospital ban and everything. I was like, oh, like, he needs this. You know, he needs medicine. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wild. The guy couldn't have waited like 10 minutes. I'm like, just <laughs> wait a little bit. <laughs> I know. Like, Jesus. that's a chunk from, you know, like, so greedy. I know. I'm like, just wait a little, like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like, to blow your cover. I know, and he looks so scared. Like, like he got busted. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it kind of you have trust with that again. Like, I'd rather buy someone food or give them food or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Actually, cash. yeah, then they can't do anything weird with the money, and you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we could use it. Mm-hmm. You know? Honestly, it's even good to, like, give, like, you know, even, like, toiletries or other things to, like, homeless people. Like, even, you know, for, I know, like, for a lot of female homeless people, it's hard to get, like, um, stuff for your period. Like, it's really hard. And so just even buying them stuff like that, some bottles of water and, you know, you know, stuff like that is nicer than maybe money because you never know what they might use it for but you know I don't also want to put a bad name because I know there's a lot of people out there that like if you give them money they are only using it for what they what they you know um, say they're using it for but it's just at the same time you never know so yeah yeah just don't lie about it you know like I I seen like people make signs like hey can I have money for weed and I feel like they (laughs) have more respect you know yeah exactly you know play some boohoo story behind it yeah. Yeah. Playing with your heartstrings. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Sean had a story like that where this guy he would he would always hang around our convenience store and ask for like bus money or something. And eventually like he's like, Oh, do you have bus money? Do you have bus money? Sean saw him once, he gave him money, and then he saw him again and he's like doing the same thing and he's like oh my god like this guy just does this all the time and he's like man let's be honest like what do you really want this money for like what do you want it for and he's like uh a pack of smokes and sean's like fine he's like i'll buy you a pack of smokes here you go <laughs> he <bought him> <laughs> I was like, oh my god <laughs> oh my god he's like i'm done with your life <laughs> Tell me yeah, the truth. Look, tell you the truth. Look at the guy. That's what he wanted. I know, right? I guess that, yeah, shows him a lesson, you know? Might as well just tell the truth. Stop. Yeah. You know, lying. <laughs> Want a pack of cigarettes? <laughs> Ask for it. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> that simple. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, those are some good... Good stories we read. Very spooky. Very like into the Halloween spirit. I love it. And yeah. this will be coming out on Halloween. So I hope you're all listening, getting your your spook on, <laughs> eating some candy. <laughs> Yum. All that stuff. But yeah, I think we'll wrap the episode up here. Thanks for coming on. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. Again, it's an honor, and I'm super proud of you for, you know, doing your thing. Love your podcast. I'm looking forward to the next one. Oh, thanks so much. And yeah, if you have any, like, social media or anything you want me to link, I'll put it in the description and check it out. Check it out, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween.